Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On today's episode, we are talking about dysmenorrhea. I am sure you are asking, what is that? But don't worry, you're about to learn. By the end of this episode, you will have a better understanding as to why some women are experiencing this. This is our third episode on learning about the menstrual cycle. Before we get started, I am super excited to announce a little project I've been working on. I am now offering intimacy coaching calls. That's right, 20 minutes with me to talk about your intimate life and how to improve it. To snag your free 20-minute call, yeah, you heard that right, free, go to intimacy.vaginasvulvasandvibrators.com. I cannot wait to connect with you. All right, so let's talk about dysmenorrhea. This is the most commonly reported menstrual disorder. So what is it exactly? It's painful periods, ladies. More than half of women report one to two days a cycle that are painful. A lot of ladies miss work due to painful periods, and it is the most common reason for school absence among adolescents. Now, before we go any further, I want to remind you that this podcast is not medical advice. The goal of this podcast is to raise awareness of conditions affecting women and help start conversations among women and to give them confidence to start the conversation with their medical provider. So there are two types of dysmenorrhea, primary and secondary. We're going to go into the primary dysmenorrhea a little bit first, and this is menstrual pain associated with your menstrual cycle where there's no clear cause or source of the pain. So this is what most people would call menstrual cramps. This pain usually begins soon after a uh, young girl starts her period. So usually in their teenage years, you're going to start experiencing these and usually they become less painful as they age. 50 to 75% of women are affected at some time by menstrual cramps, and five to 6% of women have pain so severe that it's um, incapacitating. Now, most describe the pain as low, midline, wave-like, cramping pelvic pain that often radiates to the back or inner thighs. Typically, the cramps last one or more days and can be associated with nausea, um, diarrhea, headaches, and flushing. So this pain is produced by the uterine blood vessel constrictions and sustained contractions that are mediated by prostaglandins. Yeah, that's kind of a lot. Don't worry. It'll make sense in just a second while I brought that up. Now, to treat primary dysmenorrhea, typically you're going to use NSAIDs, which is going to be your ibuprofen or Aleve. With my patients, I usually encourage starting that a day or two prior to, one to two days prior to onset of menses. And now why NSAIDs work is because they target the prostaglandins that are contributing to the pain. So that's why that kind of makes sense. You know, you use NSAIDs because they target those specific prostaglandins. Now, keep in mind, NSAIDs, ibuprofen, Aleve are not appropriate for everyone, so please consult your provider prior to any trying any recommendations. 
There are other medical treatments out there, um, including oral birth control. Some women choose to use birth control to help with their cramps. Um, that is an option. There are other options out there as well, such as heat. Um, something else that works is thymine, which is a B vitamin, or vitamin E. So those are a couple supplements that you could always give a shot. Um, I even found that sometimes they're using nerve stimulators as well. Now, in our first episode on the menstrual cycle, I had mentioned I was reading a book called In the Flow. And this book talks about balancing hormones to prevent menstrual cramps and other conditions as well, other things going on. So um, I'm definitely doing a future podcast all about this book or an episode all about this book, but um, there are some really great tips in there to help control uh, menstrual cramps as well. Now, secondary dysmenorrhea is a menstrual pain that has or an organic cause, so there's something causing it. And most often, there's two most common things. It's going to be endometriosis or uterine fibroids causing that menstrual pain. It can also be caused by pelvic inflammatory disease, or PID, myoma, adenomyosis, using an IUD, cervical stenosis with obstruction, or uterine abnormalities. There were a couple other things too, but... um, Overall, those are going to be what you commonly see causing menstrual pain um, with an organic cause. We're going to go into a lot of those in a future episode about what they all are, so hang in with me. But this pain usually begins a while after your first period. So typically it's going to be in your 30s or 40s, and a lot of times it gets worse over time. You also see that um, heavy periods are commonly associated with secondary dysmenorrhea as well. Now, when it comes to evaluating a patient for this, a lot of times your doctor is going to want to rule out pelvic inflammatory disease by um, screening for sexually transmitted diseases, so gonorrhea, chlamydia, and a lot of times they're looking for bacterial infections as well. Um, or other bacterial infections like a yeast infections, bacterial vaginosis, all of those can actually cause some pain too. Now, um, they may also want to do some imaging to determine if there's any abnormalities noted. So could be a transvaginal ultrasound, could be an MRI, most likely it's going to be a transvaginal ultrasound. Um, now, with endometriosis, the only way to technically diagnose that is with a procedure to take a look and find that on the inside the pelvic um, cavity. So some of the procedures that might be done would be a laparoscope if you're looking for that, but a hysteroscope might also be done and that would be looking on the inside of the uterus to determine if there's any uterine abnormalities. Now with secondary dysmenorrhea, Um, NSAIDs, so your ibuprofen relief, might be helpful in this situation as well. Sometimes even a birth control. There are other treatments out there that modify or kind of affect your hormones and ultimately suppress your menstrual cycle. 
It all kind of depends on your specific situation, what's going on and what's causing it. And when we go into a little bit more detail about some of these different organic causes, we'll talk more about the treatments there. Now, some women do choose to have a hysterectomy um, if they are having significant menstrual pain. So although dysmenorrhea is not life-threatening, it does significantly affect day-to-day life for women dealing with it. Could you imagine having to miss a couple days of work a month? And um, I think that can be very impactful. And depending on your job, you know, and a lot of jobs are not very flexible, it can have a huge impact on your job performance and um, ultimately can lead to a lot of um, work issues. So hopefully if you are having painful periods, this episode gave you some ideas on what to look into and maybe help you start that conversation with your doctor about your painful periods and um, figure out what's going on with you. This podcast is sponsored by Pure Romance by Jordan Jones, offering top bath and beauty products and relationship enhancement items. Check out the link in the bio to start shopping. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.